Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. We are halfway home on a Friday. Bennett Woods, 97.3 The Fan. <clears throat> I am Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. To my left is Benjamin Higgins. Let's get uh, let's get into it. Yeah, it's a management report, Friar Friday. Um, this, this conversation is going to be a little different than I might have expected earlier in the week, just because of how things have gone. But we're joined right now by Padres CEO Eric Gruppner on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Eric, good morning to you. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing good. Now you you look like Ted Lasso a little bit. Do you watch Ted Lasso? <laughs> I I had watched Ted Lasso. I, I've kind of lost interest a little bit. I think with the current season, yeah. Um, have have not felt the uh, return on time invested has been there for me with so, Ted Lasso this season. So you, we yeah. all we all remember though. It's the hope that kills you. I mean, it's one of my favorite. It's <laughs> one of my favorite lines, and it nothing sums up. Really, a sports fan in general, not just the Padres, Eric. It's not. It's not you know singular to the San Diego Padres, but it's really with any sports team that you love and follow. And I'm a Notre Dame fan. I got a big game tomorrow. It's the hope that's going to kill me. But how I just we, I wanted to start with what a weird year, number one, and and then number two, what a weird ending to the year to even feel like there's a pulse has got to be a little bit nuts for you and your crew as well. Yeah, I. I would say it's been in somewhat unexpected, you know, finish to the season, given some of the injuries that we've had lately. You know, you would expect this team to have played better when it was at full strength for most of the season. And then, uh, if anything, having, you know, seen a bit of a fall off here as we lost some key guys. But, you know, the opposite has been true. And um, yeah, I think you got to start with the baseline that the season has been you know, a disappointment on many levels. Uh, certainly when you compare it against the expectations going into the season, you know, we're coming off of a National League Championship Series appearance last year, and, you know, we're a few wins away from competing for a World Series championship, and, um, you know, we added pieces. And I, I think the 
everybody, including myself, felt like this was the season was going to go very differently than the way that it has gone. So, you know, it's been frustrating. I know it's been really frustrating for the fans. Uh, we are so thankful for the support we've continued to receive from our fans. I mean, out of these last six home games, you know, we'll have another four sellouts. I just don't know what to say at this point beyond thank you to the fans. And, um, you know, yeah, we're, we're in it. You know, four games back with nine to play. A team that's won seven games in a row. And, um, you know, finally, I think for the first time this year, a team that's been playing consistent baseball over more than a three-game span and uh, really kind of playing like a team. And it's been fun to watch. Eric, I, I do want to address something here early because uh, we've obviously uh, passed on our best wishes to, to Peter and his recovery. And we've had so many tier ones who wanted us to tell you that they just want to say, you know, pass along please to Peter how much they're thinking of him. And uh, it is hope that he has a speedy recovery. And we're, we're hearing that he is on that road. But it's also, you know, kind of an issue that fans have been wondering about, like, you know, what... What is going on in his absence in the organization with an end of the season and all the decisions and things that you got to do at the end of the year? How is that kind of being handled uh, in terms of behind the scenes at the San Diego Padres right now? Yeah, well, I'd like to start. I appreciate that. Um, I'd like to start by just acknowledging, you know, what an incredible owner we have in Peter, both his investment into the Padres franchise and his commitment to winning a World Series championship for San Diego. And I think we're all, including myself, incredibly fortunate to have Peter as the owner of the Padres. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with him. Um, it's been tough to not have him around. You know, he's such a positive, as you guys know, you've spoken with him many times yep. on the show. You know, he's just a positive human being. He's somebody that not only sees the best in people, but also wants the best for people. Uh, he's got a huge heart. And I think it's been, at this point, well chronicled how much of his time and his money and his attention he's given to some of the, you know, some of the San Diegans that are the least fortunate. And uh, he's he's a really special person. And uh, so we're pulling for him, and uh, we can't wait to welcome him back to Petco Park. And to your question, you know, in the interim, you know, we certainly are continuing to run the franchise. Um, and, and communicating with Peter on, you know, key decisions. And uh, so really not missing a beat in that regard. I think as we go into the off season, you know, I'm not going to prejudge the outcome of the season yet. Although, you know, if you'd asked me a week ago, it probably seemed like the writing was even more on the wall. But, you know, it's still a long shot to make the postseason. But the focus right now is just winning each and every one of these final nine games. And uh, we're not looking past that right now. When we get to the end of the season, whenever that comes, uh, we will begin a process that we begin every year, which this year will be as, if not more thorough than any process we've gone through in the past of really critically analyzing the season, what went right, what went wrong, what needs to change for us to get back to um, the NLCS and beyond to get to the World Series. That's our goal. What do we need to do from a roster perspective, from a, from a front office perspective, to be better next year and uh, to ultimately win a World Series championship? And so that commitment has not changed, even despite the outcome that we have had on the field for most of the season. And, you know, Peter will absolutely be a part of that process, and uh, we will we'll move forward, we'll get better, and we'll come back with a commitment and, I believe, an ability to win a World Series championship next season. 
Talking to Pottery CEO Eric Grubner here on Ben and Woods this morning. And, of course, Eric, as always, thank you for your time and your candor. And I wanted to ask you, you know, you, you thank the fans, and they have been remarkable. I mean, the 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 filling the seats, listening to our show, watching the television broadcasts, and on and on and on. How tough was it for you guys? And I know, you know, season ticket holders, uh, they came out and they said, look, you know, the team, there's no guarantees in sports, and I think – reasonable people know that there's no guarantee that a team's going to be good but you know in in both articles and we can get into those articles in a moment uh that dropped in the last week or so that we're talking about potentially lowering payroll while season ticket prices increase what what can you say to the fans uh about that yeah i would say number one you're right we're uh incredibly grateful as i said earlier for the fan support that we've received this year with regard to where payroll goes relative to where it is this year, um, you know, there's always changes year in, year out on payroll based on who you have under contract, where you have needs. And so our focus is going to continue to be on putting a team on the field that we believe can win a World Series championship. And uh, that doesn't always equate to higher payroll or lower payroll. I mean, you would think counterintuitively, why would you lower payroll to do that? I think, you know, there were some issues with the roster that we had out on the field this year. I think, you know, a lot of people have talked about probably a lack of cohesion, you know, maybe being um, a bit too top heavy, not enough depth, not enough role players, not, you know, a lot of, a lot of elk and uh, you know, maybe not a lot of young hungry guys uh, that were contributing so we've got a that's part of the critical assessment we go into this off season. But you know, we're gonna continue to put a team on the field at a payroll level that we feel confident gives us a really good opportunity to win a World Series championship next year and in the coming years. And that's really the baseline commitment that Peter has brought to the organization in the period of time that he really stepped into that control person chairman position, which is it's not going to be. It's not going to be a fire sale. There's not going to be a year where we tear it all the way down. Um, it's going to be year in and year out a commitment to putting a team on the field that can play winning and championship caliber baseball. And so that's what we're going to do next year. Um, and if you look at the levels that we've been at for payroll in comparison to where the Padres have traditionally or historically ranked relative to the rest of the league in payroll. We've, for these last several years, been among the top teams in Major League Baseball. I think that over time, we probably settle in still towards the top of the league. Um, But, you know, year in, year out, I I don't think in this market it would be fair to expect that we're going to have one of the top payrolls in baseball. And I think we've been trying to really push, see how much we can increase uh, revenue in this market how much we can increase fan support and build real meaningful, long-lasting fan support. And then from that base, figure out how aggressive we can be to continue to put resources into the team to try to win a World Series championship and, over a period of time, multiple World Series championships. So we're in that process. Uh, That commitment remains. Uh, Nothing has changed. And I think next year the fans are going to see a really exciting competitive team 
that's going to be better for us having learned the lessons that we learned this season and made the adjustments we need to make. Well, and, and to be fair, you know, we saw last year articles coming out saying, hey, the Padres have about $9 million to spend. <laughs> Something ridiculous. And, and Peter, when presented the opportunities to blow past that, absolutely did. So, I, you know, I, I'm sure... Uh, things will pop up, and you know you guys will have to answer those questions accordingly. But uh, I do appreciate your your candor on that that topic. You know, uh, Eric, I'm curious about the season ticket renewals. I mean, I I know even a team that like wins the World Series, not not everyone renews because some people move away, you get decisions to make, you know, with your own family finances and stuff. But I did hear, I thought you heard you say to Don and Mud earlier this week that. That you're still going to have the the waiting list and everything for next season. How is that? How's that process going? And and are there going to be season tickets available for anyone who who wanted them for next year? Yeah, so we've already gone past our key deadline dates for renewing for next year, and you know, once again, just incredibly grateful for the support we continue to receive from our fans, renewing at a very high rate. So as it stands right now, we anticipate that um, we'll continue to limit the number of season tickets next year will continue to be sold out. You know, we, for the first time ever, started a wait list for those fans who were not able to access season tickets this year, but wanted to get their spot in line and get a priority position to become a season ticket member. So, you know, we've got several thousand accounts on that wait list right now. And uh, so the combination of a really high renewal rate to date, and folks that have already raised their hand and put money down to become members for next year, if that opportunity presents itself for them, you know, we we're pretty confident at this point we're going to continue to not only have a cap on season tickets and be sold out, but also continue to draw the type of crowds that we saw this year to Petco Park. And look, it's a challenge for us in the sense that we've got to return that support with a continued commitment to excellence when it comes to how we maintain the ballpark how we curate the fan experience when they come into the ballpark. You know, we we have an ongoing obligation to make sure Petco Park remains one of the very best ballparks to go to to watch a baseball game. And so, as always, you know, when the offseason begins, the work begins to get ready to, you know, raise our game for next year, hopefully continue to increase fan experience in a way that, um, you know, makes Petco Park the number one ballpark in America. So, We'll make a lot of investments this offseason. We've got projects. We've got ways we're going to continue to improve the ballpark, and we anticipate having a lot of sellouts again next year. Uh, Padres CEO Eric Grubner joins us here on Ben and Woods this morning. And, you know, listen, when when pieces like that come out, Eric, it's certainly um, it's eye-opening to, to some. To some, it kind of confirms their what they thought. Um, and then, you know, there's still speculation uh, running rampant about what exactly is wrong with the San Diego Padres. And, and, you know, from your perspective as the CEO, when a piece like that comes out, you know, number one, how do you feel about it? And number two, what can you say to, I don't know, either address it or maybe calm fans down if that's what they need? Uh, but kind of what was your perspective when, when I, I think it's especially the, the athletic piece came out this week? Yeah, I think it's expected, number one. Uh, you know, whether you're the, the Padres or the Yankees or the Mets this year, you know, three teams that made big investments into payroll to have disappointing results. And once again, I want to be very clear when I say that the last chapter has not been written on this season yet you know, the odds may still be long, but we're not giving up on anything right now. 
but we also understand realistically that the vast majority of the season has uh, been a disappointment for fans and for us relative to the expectations for this team. So when that happens and when it happens with the team that last year was a few wins away from the World Series and added pieces, as I said earlier, and made an unprecedented you know, investment into Major League Payroll this year, of course, you're, everybody's going to naturally ask the question they should be asking, which is, what went wrong? And there's a lot of different ways that you can probably answer that question. Several answers have been, you know, proffered in these articles by, you know, well-researched and intelligent journalists who have followed this team and paid careful attention to what they think is going well and more importantly what they think is not going well they've talked to a lot of players um i think you also have to be careful when you read articles that attribute anonymous uh statements to you know people that aren't with the organization anymore and i understand why that happens in these articles but it's our job as an organization to do a more thorough analysis when the season is over because we have all the information in front of us and we know it all uh, we should know it all, and we should be able to come up with the very best answers to those questions, whereas these articles, I think, have attempted to answer those questions, but they're all somewhat incomplete sketches and uh, not based on full information that we have access to. So do I think the articles were unfair? Do I think they were wrong? No, I'm not saying that, but I think that clearly things didn't go according to plan this year. We own that. We've got to figure out what went right and, more importantly, what went wrong. We've got to make changes. We've got to get better. We've got to put a team on the field next year that looks a lot more like the team that was in the NLCS and better than the team based on the way it played this year. And we owe the fans that, and we got to handle our business. And when stuff gets aired you know, publicly in articles, I get it. That's the business we're in. It comes with the territory. And we got to own it, and we ultimately need to be the ones that get it figured out. Eric, I want to ask you because uh, I know a baseball team is is one big business, but it's also kind of a lot of little ones. I mean, the the minor league operation, the 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 players in the clubhouse, the front office, ticket sales. It's a lot of different departments that come together. I work at two different places, and both of them have. You know, they try to make culture a priority. We have a culture club here. We do. To try to improve the culture, and sometimes successful, sometimes not. Culture is a difficult thing to just put your finger on the scale of and say, hey, let's be good at culture. Have you tried a beach cleanup yeah. yet, uh, Eric? <laughs> Potentially How- have. How, but does, and, does, he, does your beach cleanup involve uh, Woodsy as Boy George? It does not. It does not. I I, I make as many of the so meetings as I, I can. I recognize that it's not a simple solution, but as the CEO, you know you're kind of you're above it all. How would you how would you describe like the mission statement of the culture for the San Diego Padres to fans who are kind of wondering what does go on behind the scenes there? Yeah. I think overall we have a, I think we have a strong and positive culture as an organization. I think that you you said it well when you said that, you know, every organization, especially the larger the organization is, is going to have you know a lot of different component parts to that organization. I think the way is to have a consistent culture that is strong, positive unified and, you know, widely applicable to each and every area of our operations. 
I think that, you know, inevitably you're going to have pockets sometimes within the organization where the culture is not fully in alignment. Um, and I, I think with any organization, it's natural that you're going to have some, some areas where you need to improve your culture. And I think, you know, we're no different. I think we've got an organization that generally has a pretty strong and positive culture, but certainly has areas where we can improve. And that's part of that process that we go into this off season, um, really taking stock of where we're at, you know, doing a careful assessment of where we have areas that we can improve that ultimately translate into, you know, wins on the field and a better culture uh, for everybody who works for the Padres. And um, I think those two go hand in hand. And when we can create a better culture than what we have right now, and it's not to say our culture is horrible, but, you know, certainly there's areas where I'm sure we can get better. You know, that's going to make us better as an organization. And it's going to be a better place for our people. Is that hard to do? Just last one for me. Is it hard when you see something like that? Because we said it when the, the article came out. You know, I, I said, not a fun day for A.J. Preller at all, waking up to that piece in The Athletic. It's not. I would hate it if it happened uh, to me, certainly. But for you, is it hard to reflect and say, we may have to get in a room and hammer this stuff out, or I may need to look in the mirror myself and, and make some changes? How hard is that uh, to do, Eric, while also... Like you said, maintaining a good ballpark experience, making sure everyone's season tickets are done and delivered and all of that. Um, how hard is and difficult is that challenge for you guys? Well, I think regardless of how difficult it is, um, if you want to be a winning and excellent organization, regardless of the business you're in, but in particular in major professional sports and Major League Baseball where the competitive edge is so thin and elusive and separates, you know, teams that over periods of time are successful versus teams that fall short, you got to embrace that and you can't hide from it and you can't ignore it. You got to be honest. You got to be brutally honest and you got to have hard conversations. And I think we've generally been pretty good at doing that coming off of winning seasons and seasons where we've fallen short. But, that's got to happen again this year and it's got to happen in a way that, you know, is, is effective and whether it's difficult or not, you got to do it and you got to embrace it because that's an opportunity to get better. And I think winning can cover over a lot. And at times, you know, I think it can give you some false positives, some returns that may not be entirely consistent with underlying culture and I think when you fall short, it lays bare everything. And I think it's a great opportunity. So although it's difficult, it's an opportunity that, you know, you don't always get and you got to take full advantage of it. And we're going to do that as an organization. Eric, I, I, before we let you go, I do have to ask, will we see you at the rodeo? At Petco Park in January. We've seen you at other big events, concerts and stuff, but are you a rodeo guy? Because I know that's one of the big new events coming to Petco Park in this off season. I'm picturing you in a in a cowboy hat and a big belt buckle and maybe even getting down and doing some steer roping perhaps while you're while you're down there. Yeah, I'm I'm I don't know. I think my 
my level of competency at a rodeo is probably more <laughs> rodeo clown than anybody who's uh, roping or riding. That looks like but, a really uh, dangerous job, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's like the worst it, job it you can have out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I will absolutely be there. I, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be awesome and uh, a great event. You know, we also have the Holiday Bowl. You know, who knows? We'll see how uh, the Pac-12 shakes out in its final year before it's the two-pack. Um, you know, we might have Prime in, in Colorado rolling into town. It's a possibility for the Holiday Bowl. And got Zach Bryan coming for a sold-out show on December 30th. So we're going to have a, a really great off-season, continuing to activate the ballpark. Um, but first and foremost, our focus will always be what we're doing on the baseball field, and that's where we got a lot of work to do this off-season. I was actually wondering, where are they going to keep the bulls? And then I realized they have two bullpens at oh, God. Petco Eric, Park. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Eric. Eric. But I'm Jeez, sorry. always one, sorry. one too many. <laughs> I got yeah, I got twenty hours a week of this. By the way, oh god, Eric, Eric you're so ruining sorry. our culture right I'm now. Sorry. I'm sorry, thank you, Eric. Uh, have ah. a, have a good week. Good luck. These last uh, you know, sixteen game winning streak to end the season, and then uh, boy, when you have to start sending out playoff tickets to <laughs> the last second, I do not envy you. <laughs> hey, hey, that that is a champagne problem. Right, that's exactly that's right. true. That's All true. right, thanks, Eric. Thanks, thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Eric Rupner, uh giving a little extra time with us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. <laughs> I hate Chevrolet you so much. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you see the glint in his eye. I'm like, God, don't, don't. I hate, I, I hate it. Oh. But do you think they will keep the bulls in the bullpen? That would be a perfect place to keep them in the rodeo. I have such a he <laughs> gives me such a headache. God. Right, we will I react. Uh, I can't even. We will react to what you just heard. If you want to join us and get online, eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Some interesting comments about potential payroll levels. Uh, commitment, though, to continue to be competitive. Um, I, I've seen different interpretations of what Eric just said already on our Twitter feed, so we can discuss all of that coming up uh, after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, your reactions uh, just quickly here because we went long, but uh, I do want to talk for a minute or two and just get your thoughts on what we heard from Eric Gruppner, your, your quick takeaways from that 20-plus-minute conversation with the Padres CEO. Uh, you know, there's <clears> – I, I was I was pleased to hear that, you know, the articles – well, you know, when you said, look, you know, they're not wrong and we have to, you know, go in and fix it. I mean, that's what, that's what you want when there's a problem. All right. You know what? I'm yeah, gonna, they I'm they, they fix didn't it. deny no. like, no, we totally disagree with the right. conclusions of those pieces. Sure. It was. Yeah, we have some if I'm, if I'm, soul searching to do. You know, if I'm him. But, I, you know, again, like if I'm him, this isn't the first time you've seen, you know, uh, a collapse <clears throat> at the end of the season. Um, the, You know, I, I, I do think. I don't know. I my gut my gut tells me my gut tells me that there's some some big changes coming in the off season. Uh, you can't run this thing back, even if they win the next seven games, and and you just can't run it back status quo. You just can't. Um, it's not it's not a band aid for you know how dysfunctional it's been. So I, I I'm I'm interested to see how the off season plays out. But I you know it's nice to it's nice to hear. That 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 article was was well researched, well written, you know, and and true. I, I've seen a lot of reaction already about your payroll question. Uh, you know, both of those pieces and and everything we've heard indicates, you know, uh, at least a slightly smaller payroll next season, not as uh, high as you know the two hundred and fifty million plus it is this year, uh, with some free agents to be that are going to be leaving, as you'd expect. It, it may go down some, but I was glad to hear that. That ultimately the commitment to winning is is we're going to remain the same. Yeah, that's a it's a you dicey know, it's a dicey thing. You, you can win with a two hundred million dollar payroll. Sure, you know you can win with a hundred eighty million dollar payroll as long as they're not going back to you know being one of those bottom ten payroll teams like we saw so often in the well, you know, I, the early two thousand tens. That to me is is I hope to never see those days again at Petco Park or in San Diego. Well, encouraging to hear that there will be no fire sale or anything like that, which is also great. Um, as far as you know, the the why are you raising prices? I I you want me to hammer them on that question, but I'm not surprised that they're raising prices. So I, I'm it's I'm not at the Oakland A's. They have raised, a waiting list for tickets. Well, the, the, they they can do it. The Oakland A's raised. Prices That's ridiculous. for this season. Yeah. So I'm that the the I'm not trying to discount anyone's feelings, 
I'm not surprised in the slightest. It's supply and demand. Supply if they, and demand. If they raise their prices too high, then people will cancel and they won't stop going and they will have to lower prices. But we, if we're seeing it, but right, here. but at the point at this point, they still they say they had enough renewals and they still have a season ticket waiting list that that they don't have to go to that step yet of you know rolling back prices. So that's how businesses work. That's not just baseball teams. That's every business. If people will pay forty thousand for a car, car dealerships are not going to sell them for thirty thousand just out of the goodness of their heart. Like I don't know if this car is really worth forty thousand. You know, it, it it's had some complaints. You know, in the in the reviews and the Motor Trend, uh, we only got three stars instead of four. So let's charge thirty thousand instead of forty thousand. Hey, but there's there's people who are waiting to fork over forty thousand for this car. That's not that's how businesses work. So well, and the thing know. is, is like you know, somebody just tweeted product on the field affects the product in the stands. It really hasn't this year at all. Not in the slightest. It I will mean, eventually. Eventually, yeah. 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 If you it, don't start winning it, games, it, 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 it absolutely may, it will. may at the start of next season. It may if they start poorly, it certainly I think will at some point. And then you have to reevaluate everything about what you're doing, you know, even ticket ticket wise and price wise. But this season they set an attendance record. Pet you know, tickets at Petco Park were a hot commodity all year long. And hot commodities generally don't roll back prices. That's just yeah, reality. That, that part doesn't uh, surprise let's, me. Let's take one more quick timeout, then we'll come back with your phone calls. 833-288-0973. Actually, we'll, we got Craig. Can we? Oh, we're going to shorten him up so much. I forgot Craig was coming up. Just go to break. All right, we'll go to break. We'll figure it out. <laughs> ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. It's 8.43. we got Craig Elston standing by. I'm sure he's got some thoughts after we just interviewed Padres CEO Eric Gruppner. Uh, we'll get to all of that coming up. Let's get a quick check of traffic, though, right now here on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, no Friday traffic. Knock on wood. That's amazing. This hour on The Fan brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Fall almost here at Ashley. Seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa. Gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store or visit ashley.com today. All right, a little behind schedule. we got Craig Elston here. And, Craig, more than – I don't even know if we'll get to a recommendation for Crossing Streams this week, but want to get your thoughts on, on everything Padres right now. What's, what's been happening on the field this last week, unexpectedly, the winning streak? And then Eric Gruppner just joining us and just kind of the overall sense that, that maybe changes are coming here in the Padres front office. We'll see in a week or so if that's true. But your thoughts as you join us on this Friday morning. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, hey, definitely buddy. worth it to uh, hear the lengthy Gruppner interview, and I had it on on my YouTube uh, in my phone. So hopefully that uh, covered all the demographics you guys needed to to get clear. <laughs> Thank you, uh, as well. But uh, you know, I thought it was a very interesting interview, uh, more candid than you generally get uh, from Gruppner so far in what I've heard. Um, I think he essentially confirmed that the payroll is going to decrease uh he did it without saying it but i think he basically did say it um the one thing that was not addressed that i would bring up is the television situation yes yeah i think that's the yeah ran the silent driver of all of this kind of ran out of time and and i wanted to bring that up craig and you know it's not we can we'll probably talk to him in two weeks you know what i mean when the season's over but yeah that's something that's something they're gonna have to figure out i've I've always had some thoughts on this as well and we haven't really discussed it but you know I'm, i'm in the tv business and there's a reason why you know outlets purchase the rights to you know baseball football basketball whatever you know, they sell a lot of advertising. If the Padres do it right, they should be able to just take on what Bally Sports or anyone else was doing and, you know, make money that way. You know, it won't be the traditional, all right, you write us a big check and then you go do all the work and you produce a TV show and, and you get the advertising revenue. Padres, if they do it right, they should do well. I mean, if ratings are good, they sell ads, they have sponsors, and, and it shouldn't be that big of a difference. It's always been my... My personal philosophy, it's a little harder, but don't you think they should be able to do that, Craig? Well, here's the thing. You're seeing it from two sides of it, but you got to look at it from the Padres side of it. The Padres have never had to try and sell advertising on television broadcasts and be reliant on the ratings as to whether or not they were going to make money. They received a giant check from whichever group was willing to overpay them for their rights. And every media company overpays. It's always an emergent media company that's overpaying for the rights, hoping to recoup it in advertising, generally failing at that. And then the next group 
steps up to take their swing. And that's where the Padres are in a very difficult situation. When you adopt the opportunity for the reward, you adopt the opportunity for all the risk as well. The subscription model, of course, they're not, they're going to be as proprietary as Netflix unless it's super good. They don't have to tell us how many people actually subscribed. The numbers I've heard third hand aren't great in terms of the number of people who literally subscribe to just watch the Padres uh, in the second half of 2023. So if they're going to go from, we got a big check from Diamond Sports to, uh, now we yeah. have to kind of put it together. We have to literally create a TV division. Yeah, they'll never you know, make, they'll uh, never make money just on, on month, month sponsorships, at least anywhere near what they were getting beforehand. But, I mean, if I think if they're smart, you know, you, you create a whole channel that not only shows your games, but you got 24 hours of programming that you're selling advertising for. There is plenty of interest in the Padres in this town. Are you bucking for a third job? job yeah, I think pretty he, much. Craig, you know this is all. That's you know, what maybe he's you doing. just had some slim guy that knows what he's doing on maybe TV you, and he's maybe hosting you, a show. Yeah, maybe you have a camera-ready guy with experience. That's yeah. ready to fill up the, whatever time you need for a nominal fee. <laughs> hey, you know, less weight, more responsibility. I understand. Yeah, his name's it, it, it all, <laughs> it all but guys, I mean, realistically, you sussed me out. whether I mean, they are able out. to make the money or whether they are uh, able to find a media partner, that would be the dream. But like, you know, Spectrum's not coming to town. Cox doesn't have the money to jump in and go, well, now we're going to become the exclusive carrier. There's really nobody in our current media market lined up the only local station that takes on local sports is fox they just bought kusi through a merger acquisition do do they want to jump into the big money game of major league baseball no chance A, a local station doesn't have the revenue the way they did 40 years ago the price has gone way up so it's just something to really keep in mind as we go forward but I want to say one other thing on the back of that. So if the Padres are losing one of their primary revenue sources, if they've almost maxed out the ballpark, although the Agave Club is coming, et cetera, right, then it's natural they're going to have to drop payroll. There's a lot of bloat on the Padres' payroll. Yes. There's a lot of opportunity to drop. I mean, like Pomerantz comes off the books. Yep. That's $10 million. Thank God that they don't have to give again. I wish Eric Hosmer would come off the books. They, there's a lot of blow. Two more years. Don't worry. Padres Two more payment. years. <laughs> the cool <laughs> still, still left. Yeah. Right. So there, that's where I think, you know, if you did have fresh eyes in the front office, you might get a fresh opportunity to revision uh, a, a roster that checks in at 195 or 215 million uh, and is still configured to win. I do believe the Padres can do that. I, I, I think that they can find that kind of number, but they're going to need to be very creative. And it's about finding the next Seth Lugo. It's about finding the next Michael Walker, the next Hassan Kim. You, you got to go and find those players that weren't at the top of market that you have an opportunity to take, you know, purchase and then take advantage of their key years. That's what the Padres have to look at this year. And that that's the, that's the sticky wicket because the best way to retool for 2024 is to spend through. And if they're going to do it while dropping, they have to get really creative. You know, and it, it is interesting and I did bring it up and it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't to say that, that anybody's wrong about payroll, but we have all been wrong about payroll before. We all were. Sure. The the article we saw last year said they've got literally, I think they said like they have between eight and ten million dollars to spend and he spent 
an ungodly amount of money. So I, there is always the old effort factor from from Peter Seidler. But, but we all don't, don't, wouldn't we all agree? Wouldn't you rather be at like the Cubs or Braves level of pay? Let's say the Cubs are at one hundred eighty six, Giants one hundred eighty seven, Braves two hundred six. It's about making the right decisions. It's the decisions with your money. Yeah, 100%. You know, it, it, you can be a good, a very good, a World Series winning team at you know like tenth to fifteenth in payroll. You just can't be twenty fifth in payroll and expect to be right. competing consistently. But if you're top, if you're top half, you know around tenth to twelfth in payroll, and you're making the right decisions. Great. You can be one, two, or three like the Mets, Yankees, or Padres, and you're making the wrong decisions. doesn't matter how much you're spending. You're making the wrong decisions. That's so much more important than the actual final number of the payroll or where it finishes, Craig. That's absolutely right, and that means don't sign every 30-year-old who just came off their career best season to a long-term contract. Yeah. You know, that's been the, the mistake that Preller has fallen victim to time and time again. He's a Rodeo Drive impulse buyer. You know, he looks at the most expensive stuff, the shiniest stuff, and he goes, that's the one I want. Now let's figure out how we can make it happen. And then you look at it back a year later and go, that that wasn't what you needed. Yeah. And that was way more expensive than you needed it to be. And yet that's what you went and you chased that day when you were out shopping. So it does require a change Um in philosophy but it's funny how we're still in the middle of all this dissection as the Padres are are just about halfway to the greatest playoff run yep. in the history of the franchise so the history you know, of it's, baseball it's just, maybe it's just honestly wild. <laughs> if they make it after being 10 games under 500 with 16 games to go in the season that would be the greatest run in the history of baseball right Better yeah, than October, better than what the Cardinals did in 2021. That would that would be it. That would be the most amazing. It excuses nothing, ever. though. It excuses <laughs> nothing. 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 Nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, and I, I draw on this from personal experience. Okay, this season has had all the hallmarks of an ace student who slept through every class. Yeah. Until the last two weeks, like until the last two weeks. Every class, the one thing you could count on was seeing Elston's head on the desk as soon as the lights went down and the slideshow went on, you know, and then two weeks to go. Oh, there's a final. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's let's go ahead and start working on that, maybe, and, and maybe really rush to put something together that's good enough to pass. But it's nowhere near the level of work that you could have possibly put together with effort, dedication, you know, and and doing things right. The Padres didn't do things right this year. We know it. Um, if they make it through this, that's wacky. But guys, my attitude right now is like uh, a fine eighty twenty Camus blend of <laughs> eighty is. I, I just screw you guys. We all we joked about this for two friggin' months, three months that you would win a bunch of games at the end of the yeah, year. It was a joke. To fight back to five hundred. It was a joke. It was like as a bit, and now they're doing the bit. Like, don't do the bit. It was a bit. It was a so bit. So I'm eighty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eighty percent that, and I'm twenty percent. What, what did the Cubs do? I, I know. I know. You're still peeping around the corner. I'm right, right there with you, wait, bro. Right wait a second. The Cardinals you. really suck. Yeah. And the Giants are falling apart. Yeah. We can do this a month ago. I mean, like, probably should be favored in every one of these nine games the rest of the season. Just, just win this game and then win the next game. I mean, the Waldron Cauldron is pitching. Uh-huh. You know, we've we got to get through the Cauldron Martinez Avila gauntlet yeah. of not great. And then you understand that if we ever did make the playoffs, like these guys would have to pitch.
in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Rosario. Yeah. Your third base. We're pulling Joe Musgrove out of his Saquon pancake no. vacation no. to come you back to the playoffs. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. Before I like, you brought that up, I was listening to it. No. No. Lock Joe Musgrove. Not. I think he's throwing today, guys. Not a hyperbaric way. chamber. He's not allowed to ramp up again. Think how crazy that would sound. I, I lock him in the Padres suite at Saquon, Craig I'm says. not kidding. I yes. think he's, thro- That's it. he's lock throwing him in. today. Lazy River. That's it. Yep. He's throwing. He's throwing All today. Right, Craig, We'll get some. Uh, we'll get a recommendation from you next week. Uh, Rider Strike could be ending, which will be new shows hopefully oh, at some point. But we still need all the old recommendations. Thank you so much, Craig. Have Thanks, a great brother. weekend. Appreciate you, You're Craig Elston on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Got a Rindle report with uh, in studio guests coming up next. Oh boy! How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.